Okay, three, two, one. Welcome, Dr. Lim. Hello, JT. Finally, uh, thanks for coming to the podcast. I know you didn't really want to do this. Yeah, no worries. Uh, to tra- help you out, it's quite interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, just as a short introduction, maybe you can say where you're from oh, or uh, what you're doing. Yeah, so I, I'm Jinxia. I'm a doctor. I work in Singapore. Originally from Malaysia, so I shuttle between my home in Malaysia and Singapore. I've been here for a long time. How long is long? Wow, since I graduated Singapore 03 till now. Graduated, but you studied in Australia, Australia right? Yeah, yeah, Australia. And yeah, here we are. Ah, okay. So, because this is a limited podcast, we actually prepared some tea. I actually stole this tea from the gym. I stole from Cat. Oh, is it? <laughs> Must be very healthy then. Cat <laughs> <laughs> brought a box of tea to the gym, but nobody drink. So, I decided oh. to steal it for the podcast just Good for fun. Up. It's nice. Yeah. Like I said, tea makes me pee a lot. Uh, the directing. Okay, okay. lah. Well, it won't be a very long, long podcast. So, um, let's go straight into uh, talking a bit of current affairs, talking about the virus. Ah, yeah. We're not wearing masks, uh, both of us, so that's good. But okay, <laughs> lah. <laughs> uh, so, the virus situation in Singapore seems a bit more contained. Yeah, it is. Uh, I think Singapore's response was very good. Mm. I mean, initially at work, you know, we think, wow, is this overkill? Every stop people from China coming in, ramp up like, all the operations hospital. We, at the ground, we're thinking, hey, is this too much or not? But now, after almost a month, exactly a month, I think, yeah, hey, you realize actually month, yeah. our response is actually better than most other countries, and they're all like scrambling, yeah. you know, like Italy and Korea and all that. Yeah. yeah so actually, now, she now looking back, Singapore did quite good response, actually. Yeah. From what I know, the I don't know whether you're allowed to say this, but the um, you shifted the work hours very very fast, right? So a lot of the people changed to either eight hour or twelve hour shifts, then yeah, uh, everybody's roster changed. Yeah, actually, the main concept is the just basically not to uh, meet uh, like cross contaminate basically. So mm. work in teams, uh, and working mm. in teams, you know, is limited by the manpower. So if you have a lot of manpower, you have more teams, so maybe more shifts. Uh. Mm. Unfortunately, where I work, it's only five, five teams, so five shifts. Like that. I think oh. other hospitals also have a similar concept in teams. Uh, maybe there are more people or less people, oh. basically. And then also across the board, on a shift, the same doctor, same nurse. Mm. So you see the same face every day. Mm. Some faces you don't, don't see for a while, some, some people. <laughs> yeah. So this is to prevent, uh, as you said, cross-contamination in case one of the health workers get the virus like you yeah. won't have to, like the whole team have to be yeah that's right thing. that's right hopefully not but uh, yeah that's right so the idea is one person if gets a positive result yeah. and the whole team is down so it's easy to trace in that sense yeah like that, yeah but that happens that's quite disastrous on the manpower so the other team might work more yeah so it's good. quite jealous <laughs> yeah so far so good and um i think one of the things that we're doing quite something new so i think is this we have someone for wellness that means every every team is somebody doing this wellness thing, you know, make sure the morale is good, bring food, check, check mental that. health. Yeah, that's right, that's right. <laughs> this is a long shift, lah. Twelve hours is a long shift. Yeah. Then we have more of this, but uh, on the shift itself, it's quite quite long, uh, Twelve hours usually is eight hours. Uh. Still tiring, lah. Definitely yeah. still tiring. By the eight hour or ten hours, already we feel like wow, very very sad, <laughs> very, yeah, very yeah, tired. Yeah. I cannot concentrate very much. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this wellness person, she's her job. Get food lah, make sure the people happy. Get regular breaks and all that, so it's not too bad. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I think there's quite a bit of uh, maybe uh, misconception on the virus. So, from what we know, is the virus uh can easily spread, but fatality rate is much lower as compared to like SARS, right? Yeah. So. I'm not expert in this virus, yeah. but I uh, you know I work, you know, how we work in uh, our protocols and all that. The virus basically need to, in hospital is a high risk area, of course. Mm. So all of us wear masks and all that. Mm. But I think everyone, including government, will keep saying to wash your hands. Because mm. I think also the, the four mics, the, the virus mm. on the towel, the handle rails, the toilet mm. door, things like that. That was more dangerous. You touch it, touch your face, you may get it. Mm. But by washing your hands before touching or touching things less, and uh, we lose the risk, uh, basically. Mm. So at work also, um, there are people to, auditing us, you know, just need to wash our hands very regularly, wash it properly. Mm. So quite, quite fun, but I think it helps everybody. 
So uh, I would say for myself, for my regular day at work, we don't usually wash hands so much. We mm. should. <laughs> <laughs> but now with these people watching over us, I think we do it more often also. And I, and I, and I believe in it. It's true. Uh, and also I'm not helping much. I have this facial hair. Yeah. So like, everybody <laughs> keeps scolding me for this. <laughs> because uh, the mask can't fit uh, yeah. me very well. But sometimes it's also difficult lah, because I think some people got a bit of sensitive skin. So can, cannot really wash too much also. The hands will become dry lah. Yeah, that's right. So they're washing by the alcohol-based uh, hand rub. Uh, uh, wash hands lah, and the sink. So there are sinks available. Or that. So not much of that. No excuse not to wash hands. Mm. And they really drum this down to hand hygiene lah, basically. Mm. And yeah. Mm. Then, I think I just saw today, or... Uh, or uh, actually the last few days there have already been certain results in China where some people actually test positive after recovering. So uh, do you know anything about it or is it like something, does it act like the flu, like once you recover you can still get the flu again? Is this the I'm not case too, here? I'm not too sure about that. Not but, sure uh, yet. Uh, I know that uh, once we admit people and uh, get pos- tested positive and all that, they stay in hospital for quite a while. Yeah. I'm not sure um, how long they get Maybe a few swaps of the swabbing test, yeah. two or three swap positive or negative before you go back or not. But I think at the minimum, I'm not too sure, maybe two swaps negative means you are cleared for disease. Uh, Whether it will recur again, I'm not too sure. For now, yeah, I'm not the best person to talk to about this. Yeah, for, now, for now, not much statistics on it also. La. Not much. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Uh, let's um, go into another thing that you actually were doing before this virus. Uh, you work with Doctor Without Borders, right? Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. So I'm very lucky that my boss lets me go off uh, half a year every time. Yeah. Uh, the past few years to volunteer overseas, uh, something different. Yeah. Definitely, um, Singapore healthcare system is very good. You know that, but other places is definitely need as well. So I'm very lucky to have opportunity to have with uh, to work in these uh, areas. Uh. Yeah. Can you explain what Doctor Without Borders actually is? Basically, it's a medical organization, mm. uh, humanitarian organization. And I mean, basically, what I can see, the tagline is like, uh, the world is our, our emergency room. Yeah. In the world, when there are small little pockets of uh, emergencies, hopefully you can respond to it you know, in, a, in an appropriate manner. Mm. And I think we take pride that uh, where we are, there's no one else there usually. Mm. So there's a, some sort of conflict or disaster in certain areas around the world. An emergency, mm. so we hopefully have to go there, have uh, access to the, these areas, and uh, provide medical help. Uh. Mm. And how did you get started, or did you always want to do it? Do this oh, thing? Everybody asks me this. <laughs> so always same, same answer I always give. I think for every uh, healthcare worker, doctor or nurse, uh, or anybody like to work, they always see the news about this. Uh, last time, uh, I know in Africa that want to help yeah. people. This thing. Same, same with me, uh. yeah. with the news, then we, oh, yes. then they always have this logo with the Doctors Without Borders logo. Yeah. I said, oh, this is quite a noticeable logo, and uh, we see them, like, wow, nice to work with them one day. Yeah. And then, um, again, like most people, we do apply, then, so uh, I'm also really lucky that I get some time off to actually try it out, to oh, see how it is. Got interview process on, uh, must apply and... Yeah, of course, yeah. I didn't oh. know also, so it's quite... Uh, Quite a long process actually. They don't just accept anybody or not. I thought they did. I thought they did. Uh, to do this right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually, but actually, um, there's a phone interview, two phone interviews, okay, face okay. interview. It's even like an assessment to see how you react to certain situations and that la. Okay. Yeah. So it's uh, so eye opening for me. Oh, lucky okay. I got in. I think most people will get in la, I think. But the interview is just to test whether you are really ready for the situation la. Not so much of. Actually, I, I don't know. Is uh, it? At the during the assessment, uh, this um, with a few people, they 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 test you how you multitask and prioritize certain scenarios. Okay. They give a they give a fake country. Yeah. For example, and then there's the, this things happen in this country. Yeah. Then uh, you are in charge. Yeah. With the MSF in this country, what will you do? This happens. Next day, this happens. Yeah. Then how you react? So we want to see how you prioritize and how you handle this crisis, uh, yeah. Basically, I think everyone is everyone reacts differently. Yeah. Um, maybe they see how you are very calm or <laughs> you have a rational way of uh, handling this sort of uh, situation. In the field, it's similar. Or, yeah. or maybe to see whether you don't have any political bias or anything like that. Is yeah. it? Maybe. 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 Because this, some of these places are quite sensitive, la, right? Yeah, that's yeah. right. So I, also, also, I always tell people that um, the doctoring job is very easy. I just fly in, 
I do my regular work. But uh, the back end work, huh? how the how they get into these areas, who they negotiate with, the logistics or that. Who knows? Yeah, that's right. Because you like to say to be a neutral, impartial, and all that. It's not easy. Huh? It's a nice ideal to have for all these uh, NGOs and these regions. Mm. Uh, but I think you have to give some leeway here and there uh, to have access to these areas. Huh? So you found out about it before you became a doctor or uh, before yeah in university uh, yeah i think uh, in the news yeah yeah i know all this in africa the malnutrition and things all that yeah so they always it motivated you yeah initially when young you think oh you know it's like quite a nice adventure to go to africa and help people yeah. or you know to go to conflict zone be a war surgeon it's quite nice so i uh, immediately my first time i applied is this kind of idea la. Hmm. it's also nice to help out um, this uh, this uh, situation in communities and also at the same time you also have some sort of adventure in a way but after my first time I felt like wow this is actually quite good they do it seriously yeah. uh, so, so I'm, I'm sold uh, so I thought because um, at every project they try to do it the best they can yeah. and uh, it's not saying like you know you go to um, at least where I've been uh, yeah. you, know, you always maybe see the movies you work you do operating or no lights I think like that. you know yeah. as best you can they they build for you a hospital or a building, then uh, it's proper equipment, uh, proper medical care. Don't compromise at least, uh, you know. No x-rays uh, at least. <laughs> I know the expertise there and then the infection control, the process and systems is all... Still a little bit limited, la, but yeah. at least they got some basic stuff yeah, la, for you to work away. Yeah, yeah. I think they do provide good care. Mm. Not say you operate somebody for the surgeon, then you leave the fella. So they even stay in hospital, there's a rehab, mm. physio and all that. So it's a, full, it's a very... Uh, very linear kind of uh, hospital. Mm. I think those that have been there at least. But I think not many people will think like you lah. I think a lot of people will be scared to go lah. Especially oh, of if it's, uh, there's definitely a risk, of course. Yeah, yeah of course. So uh, where I've been always places I've been after I left, can uh, <laughs> attacked uh, basically. Oh yeah. But you do, for those places you left because uh, there was a warning like oh no lah just oh, because my. My contract is finished. Ah. I return to work. <laughs> ah, okay. So it was just like timing, lah. Yeah. Timing if I would, if I could, I would stay longer. Of course, it's good yeah. to stay for a long period of time. Yeah. Rather than a short period of time. So because to bring you there, well, imagine you. It's a lot of effort, lah. Like. A lot of logistics, uh. Yeah. Yeah. So really good job, these guys, to do the back end work. So how many times have you went on this trip, really? On. Mine's really limited. I've only yeah. I only go to uh, Middle East and that's it. Yeah. And conflict zone. Of course, I myself to other projects yeah. around as well. Uh, but uh, I think about five, six times already. Five, six actually. times. And then each mm. time is at least about six months. What, what is the yeah. shortest one or the longest? Uh, for me, my shortest one was three months. Yeah. yeah longest uh, was uh, almost, almost nine months. Uh, seven to nine months. That's my first mission. First one, they always let you go for a longer, longer time. Longer time. Maybe you get used to make sure, make sure you know what you're doing, what you like it or not, maybe. <laughs> to then, have the full works of it. Yeah. Then like... When you go for a longer period of time, you're not afraid that it's going to be hard to come back or you just, just focus on everyday things. Uh. You don't really think about the time that passed, is it? Or you mean I work itself? No, yeah, no, it's busy I, enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah, over there. La, yeah. yeah, it's busy enough. Um, yeah. It's actually, it's not much different from back here, actually, the work. Like I said the doctoring was very easy. The doctoring is the same. You go there and see patients and you have a team of people to work with you. Mm. Sometimes there's some teaching to do sometimes. But mm. a day-to-day life is actually just the same. I work and back to the our where we stay. Because usually it's quite dangerous. You can't go out anywhere. Mm. No, you can't go to Makan outside somewhere or shopping. <laughs> it's always at home, at work, home and work only. Um, so you have to really find time to yourself if you can. Because every day in the house you see the same people. Mm. At work you see the same people. Mm. And everybody has a different way of coping. Uh, how they like their own me time. Mm. Yeah. No complaints. Uh. Generally, I'm generally quite adaptable. Uh, There's no much Wi-Fi internet. So it's a lot of, uh, you know, watching our, our hard disks, a lot of movies. Uh, oh, you bring DVDs, stuff there? Uh, of course. Yeah, are you allowed to bring laptop and stuff? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can bring. Electronic device okay. Yeah, la. that's right. But no, the internet is variable, very variable. Okay. So we rely on our little, our own library of uh, books or our own library of um, shows and DVDs. Uh. But I guess you're not allowed to record stuff over there. La. You cannot really... No, la. Yeah. So it, it's still a little bit... But I'm not there to record, but yeah. go there to do work. <laughs> That's Generally, true. 
Yeah, but then um, they sometimes, of course, as an organization, they like to promote what they do. So they have their own comms team and all that. Mm. Sometimes they could come by. To try to get people to join them. Yeah, to, no, to, to, to take photos and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, of course, with permission from the, from the patient and from the local authorities and everything. Mm. But I think as of recent, the past one or two years, you haven't went. Is it because mm. there's no opportunity? Or? Yeah, last when I just came back. 2018 uh, May Yeah uh. I think so oh, yeah. Time really passed so fast uh, Almost 2 years already Yeah uh, 1 year and a half Yeah uh. Yeah. Keep saying I want to go and go I cannot, <laughs> cannot go yet I think it's nice to if I, if I could do it full time so Cannot go because No work opportunity uh, yeah, Work commitments okay. It's not easy to Always go every time Okay So I had a good run The last for a few years yeah. The boss was very nice To let me go Yeah Of course you know You have to also contribute to work back home here. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'd be nice to have a nice uh, to go full time. But you know, cannot always just leave everything and go. It's not so easy. Uh. Still have to <laughs> still have to pay the bills, uh. Yeah, of course, pay the bills. <laughs> yeah. Contribute to work over here. It's not easy. Yeah. If only you could just uh, leave and just go, uh, that'd be that'd be ideal. Uh. But life is not like that. So not leave so anytime you want. So if if there was a chance you are willing to give up whatever you have here now just to stay there and just help permanently. Yeah, yeah, to do, uh, yeah. to really fully immerse in it. Because whenever I go, it's like um, half a year or so. Yeah. It's always a period of time. You go this time, come back time, then back, back to work. So it's quite limited. Mm. But there's a lot of opportunity out there. A lot of work to do out there. Um, so it'd be nice to just, uh, you know, really immerse myself in this, um, this world, so to speak. Yeah, and then, do it properly, like hundred percent rather than fifty percent. Yeah, but <laughs> I think not many people will be willing to do that after being so comfortable in. in yeah, it's actually not easy. Yeah, not it's easy, it's yeah. not easy to make the uh, the change. Easy to say. Yeah, uh, yeah, but sometimes you know at home you're very comfortable. Yeah, my yeah, yeah. so 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 good. It's really very very comfortable. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but do you want to just stick to Middle East or is there other other places? I said there is a lot of opportunity everywhere. So yeah. wherever there's a opportunity that I feel I can contribute, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. So yeah. the the place the place no, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter la. Doesn't really matter. Yeah. yeah. It's just so happened that out of the last few times Middle East is a is the yeah. place I've been because they to, they match the job according to your expertise. Yeah. Yeah. So so happens in these regions they need uh, emergency physicians. So I answer the call and go. If other places need our my our expertise, yeah, I'm happy to go somewhere else. Why not? Mm. Why not? I said the world's your emergency room. But, but now with the virus, it will be even harder for you to take leave, eh? <laughs> yeah, nah. And then you all leave suspended. Actually, yeah. So you think about it, the virus is also it's like need to, to do over here, right? Yeah. So at home here, you need some help. So of course we we you stay okay, here. Of yeah. course, ah. So funny to <laughs> leave somewhere else when over here needing you. Know, Manpower to work, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm quite happy to stay behind and, uh, of course, uh, help out, do the work, put in the hours. Yeah, I don't have much um, role in organization and all this stuff, so I just like, uh, do the work here. But actually, <laughs> actually, I just recently saw uh, Iran's numbers. Iran's numbers are not good, man. The uh, you, yeah. Is it because they don't have? Do you know? But is it because they don't have the proper healthcare or they can't handle? I don't know specifics, but I think, like I said, in general, I think it's the around the world, the response, it's also the country, uh, the healthcare system. Yeah. Yeah, so how good it is, uh, how robust it is. Uh. So yeah. uh, I'm sure maybe it's more cases, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But actually you think about it, all these, uh, all these places, there are other health priorities already. Already, right? In, uh, in this sort of countries, right? Oh, yeah, okay. I know the um, health system itself is not the best. Yeah. And already uh, the community itself, we got other health priorities, you know, that maybe in the country. Yeah, I know it, people with, Kidney failure, with dialysis already itself is not so yeah not so available. Oh, yeah, issues, or yeah. cancer treatment is not so available. Yeah. Or you can have some trauma or heart surgery, you need not not readily available. And this is another insult to the healthcare system. Of course it will crumble, of course. Yeah. And they, even they may not prioritize this uh, this virus to other problems. But everyone's different. Uh. But, but it, it just feels very sad like, because this is something that is is you know very i mean singapore has kind of proved that it's very survivable you know yeah it's not good healthcare system and good governance yeah yeah <laughs> but it's not like it's not like they're limited because there is no such technology out there it's yeah it's, it's, yeah so Actually, it's quite uh, sad that they don't have access to this la. Yeah. yeah it's true and then i think just it's 
it's like a flu in a way you treat it like a flu basically uh. sometimes it may get very severe you get a lung inf- very severe and you infection of the lung and all that uh. but generally it's all just prevention right or like say hand hygiene mm. cohorting people educating people yeah mm. but Singapore really the response is really really good mm. admittedly initially I was saying what what should we do all this <laughs> now <laughs> why the, but then you the things the change very fast yeah then yeah. you realize the merits of all this and then they need ready to move to the next stage already to uh Maybe accept it. It's probably going to be here to stay. This virus will not be forever gone. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. By the looks of it, uh, I think Europe is not going to have a good time. La. Europe is going to spread quite poorly yeah. in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By the looks of it. Maybe Brexit good for them also. <laughs> Next time. It seems like a... Yeah. Just as a sidetrack, uh... I don't know whether you have this opinion. La. I don't know whether you go into like politics stuff. But the timing of the virus is uh, actually very convenient for a lot of politics around the world. Oh, the US, China. US, China. Uh, maybe, uh, uh, who knows? Uh, Hong Kong. <laughs> you, you, do you know about the, the that trade deal, the US-China trade deal thing? Yeah. Then, what about it? Yeah. Uh, so, they signed a deal, right? They signed a deal, oh, yeah. I think, end of last year. Then, But then there was a clause in the deal that says that if there's a natural disaster, uh, uh, China will be able to buy less US products. So the deal is basically to have so-called a fair trade. La. China's supposed to buy some yeah. US products and US, then can US get some China products. Yeah. So but basically, be convenient. Uh. Yeah, the timing <laughs> is like super convenient. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So now China's <laughs> trying to push this as a natural disaster so they can uh, yeah. buy lesser products. Uh. But basically, the deal is like, like the gate's <laughs> the deal. La. The deal is no point. Uh. Yeah, that's right. Uh, it's very interesting uh, how this is how you interpret uh, yeah <laughs> these it, things and it's very insane uh, like now Hong Kong is in a bad state also Hong uh, Kong yeah Hong Kong also I don't think they've recovered from the protests yeah and then now you add another insult to the country yeah uh, so after this uh, they're going to be quite weak against China I don't know what's going to happen there <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah all these um, all these political opinions and all these theories uh, yeah. for us for just, me, at least, you just just for fun, lah. Just for fun, yeah. For yeah, me, yeah, just yeah. you know, you just maybe for your, for us ourselves, just realize that how lucky we are in Singapore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Mostly, yeah. yeah. All this, <laughs> not say you're immune, but say we're better prepared. Then all this, ah, you. Actually, you can even say the virus is quite convenient for Singapore because Singapore's uh, elections is also supposedly coming soon. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. And uh, yeah, again, depending on how you view the government's response to it, I think it's very good. Yeah, lor. I mean, some people using this uh, the mass distribution as uh, not good, not enough, lah. Things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. yeah so um, uh, back to your your trips and stuff. Your your uh, doctors about borders trips. What is like the? I don't know whether you're allowed to say this, but what is like the worst situation you ever had? Like, have you had? Uh, your own life threatened kind of shit type situation. Oh, this kind. Uh, yeah, generally, you're working there is really quite dangerous. In a way, uh, you can hear some uh, gunfire yeah. around, then aeroplanes flying over. It's, it's like 24-7 one, uh, like randomly you happen one, is it? I, well, it's there. Uh. It's, a, it's a presence, uh, definitely. It definitely added stress uh, to ourselves. It's how you respond to, to all this, hmm. to all this stress. Uh. Uh, but yeah, I would say sometimes you know, we get the airstrikes. It's very near, like half, half a kilometer away. Mm. The, the glass shattering, you can hear it. And then um, we, while, while, while working, you can see people scramble, running around, running away, but we have to stay stay behind mm. in a way. Of course, we have uh, safety protocols. Mm. as a safe room, things mm. like that. Uh, but sometimes, you know, you think about it, uh, we are there to help to to provide healthcare to uh, the wounded, basically. Mm. Of course, you must also take care of yourself. You cannot yeah. just, uh, just anyhow go out there. Like yeah, la, la, la. So it's a very fine balance, uh, but definitely it's not very safe out there. Uh, but the hospitals, are definitely the, the, they impose a very strict rule. There's no weapons to bring inside. La. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so that helps a lot also for our safety. Are you allowed to... Uh, say any specific situations? Uh, well, like I said, in, I mean, nothing specific. In general, we have been in, in places where the airstrikes are within 
rain nearby, you can see mm. the smoke around nearby, then you can hear it very loudly during work, then the glass shattering and all that. Yeah, so these are uh, quite tense. Uh. You can always think, like, oh, never happened to me. And then sometimes, hey, wow, this is quite, this is a bit too close for comfort. <laughs> sometimes. But I suppose, like, away. you all have to attend to all the casualties also. For, for, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. And then also, when I, when I sleep at night, I have a little bag. Uh, just give you, you need to run away. Ah, yeah, just to re- really, yeah? run away. Yeah, yeah, of course, you have to. Who knows? Uh, Who knows? So it's just like your essential stuff. Yeah, for, for me, yeah. Like passport. passport yeah, passport, um, some basic clothes, yeah. warm to wear. Yeah. <laughs> to take, just, just go. Uh. Yeah. But luckily, so far, you haven't, haven't have the need for it. La. The need. I actually used it once, but it was uh, doing a was like earthquake. Yeah. In <laughs> somewhere. Oh, so just evacuate the building. La, yeah, basically. yeah. We got a house, uh, basically. Yeah. Luckily, it was a very. Um, very mild, okay, but I think it was really shifting a lot. House was still intact, luckily. Yeah. So that was a bit surprised. I thought, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't expect to use it then. <laughs> but yeah, it came in very useful. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, then did you have any very good experiences? Like maybe something uh, touching that, that, that oh, really of course. changed? So, you know, doing, I think people they do these things, uh, my colleagues and humanitarian workers and all uh, that. I think it's not, it's very hard to say that like, you do it it's not always altruistic, right? It cannot be like oh, Mother Teresa always giving, giving, giving. Yeah, Something yeah, in return also, right? So yeah. it's nice that you know, the people you work with, uh, the local staff, all that, they're all very nice mm. also. And uh, working with like-minded people. Uh, and also the patients that you see, sometimes uh, it's good that you know that you're away from home and then these hospitals are set up in these sort of regions and then you feel that the, the care is very good. Mm. The people do work out in hospital. See, I always think that if we're not there, so I think uh, for them, these people actually. So I always feel very happy to see. And then they, yeah. today, like, um, do you keep in touch with any of them? Any of the of course, either healthcare workers or, course, or even patients, maybe? Patients, no. It's a bit difficult. A <laughs> bit la. difficult, yeah. yeah. A bit difficult. Uh, but definitely the local staff that we work with over there. Yeah, um, from the cleaner all the way up to the doctors, you know, the whole range of them. Whole people, all of them work together in the hospital every time. Then for this, this community, so to access healthcare, to come to a hospital for mm. whatever reason, uh, very difficult. It may take a long few days to come to the hospital. Mm. And it's nice that uh, you know, we are there to help them. Because uh, mm. they go like two, three days over mountains, donkey, dead cars, you know, that spend money to come to, to, to us for help. And uh, I feel good that sometimes, we, not all the time, can give uh, proper care to these people. Mm. For these local people, how do they get the? How do they get training? Like how do they? That uh, we hire, that we work, uh, work with. Yeah, the local people, the local uh, doctors, doctors, and yeah, nurses. Doctors, yeah. Yeah. See, you think about it. Some of these countries actually they are actually very modern societies. Yeah. Before the the war and all that, so they have a healthcare system in place. Not yeah. Perfect, you know, like anywhere else, but so their doctors are already mm. working mm. over there. So when war comes, people are unemployed. So again, you know. I guess it's lucky that you they are healthcare workers. Mm. They find jobs maybe a bit easier. And then so they work with us. Yeah. So see sometimes also, you know, uh, I learn from them a lot. Because you know, we don't see all this every day at least in Singapore. Like really what emergency situations. Training, uh, uh, we like gunshot wounds yeah. and all that. Of course we learn about it during our specialist training. Uh, we read about it. Yeah. Uh, we watch YouTube videos or training yeah. lectures about it. But we don't really see the cases, especially here. Yeah. Over there, the, the surgeons there, they see it almost every day. Yeah. So, you know, we learn from them a lot as well. So, it's yeah. a two-way thing. I wouldn't say we go there and like, oh, I'm here. Whatever <laughs> I say, you might learn. No, no, I, I see a bit like we go there, we work with, with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Different them. situations. La. Yeah. Some things that they have to handle, like maybe on a daily basis kind of thing. La. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, it's good to work together with them as a, as a team, basically. Mm. Uh, it's a two-way thing, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So, I guess, yeah, because they are always facing the same situations, they don't really need to be super updated on the latest yeah. medical technology and everything. Well, uh, yeah, or, or running, hospital, running hospital is like, a, it's a lot of uh, components to it, right? Yeah. So, so the, the medical work to do, the yeah. hands-on with the patient, then it's also running hospital, the systems and all that, mm. record keeping. Uh, hygiene, mm. control, that. So some of these things, I mean, Singapore is very, is very good. <laughs> but it's all, all in place already. Yeah. Sometimes over there, um, doctoring, like the doctors like, like to do doctoring work, you know, and mm. do all these other things. Uh. I mean, it's also very important. Uh, infection control, 
uh, patient records. The records, like, yeah, yeah, that sure. one is very hard to, very difficult sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes, yeah, we have no like electronic system over there. But, yeah. And so very hard to have a folder system. Mm. The patient, after we treat them, they go home, they'll come, they'll come back for follow up. Different, oh. different, different uh, projects, different sort of contexts. Yeah. But generally, they come in emergency, yeah. more wounded, treat yeah. them and off they go. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. So there's no need to keep these records. Okay, if you can, then you give to them. Yeah. For future use, but they won't keep it also. And they won't. Yeah. The next time they come in, they won't bring in also. Yeah, la. exactly. So it's uh, <laughs> everywhere. Is, I for me, it's eye opening. Everywhere yeah. is, is very different. Yeah. It's very different. Yeah. I guess it doesn't make sense. La. It doesn't make sense to, to do it because, yeah, it's going to be difficult to track. La. Yeah. But then some, yeah. Of us, some, of us, some of us, I mean, depending how you think, some of you feel that like this is important because this is special information. Yeah. It's for you. Yeah. To, to keep you and a patient, yeah, yeah, you can use it as you wish. But if you want to share anybody or leave it around lying anywhere, yeah, some don't bother. Okay, whatever, I go there, I go for a gunshot wound, I get treated, I get out. Thank you very much. <laughs> I care yeah, my yeah, life, yeah. you know. So it's very different than how you want to uh, do these things in this age. So, so for me, going there, going there, so it's very eye opening sometimes. Uh, but I said, like, for the doctor, is very easy. Do the doctoring work, yeah, <laughs> just carry on the doctoring work, la. yeah. Then also, some, some, some people they do this sort of work. Uh, I'd like to say these things, you know, uh, three words, uh, in my country. In my country, <laughs> I do this. So you must do this. I say that doesn't work for everybody. Of course, when, when they say it, they, who, who they, they mean, it? The, the doctor that go there? Yeah, yeah, that, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. You, you go there, you have this feeling like, you know, you are there to help, to, yeah. to teach yeah. our modern ways. Yeah. But that's not, that doesn't work all the time. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. And then, um, it's hard. It's very hard. Sometimes you feel like, oh, this thing, oh, what are you, why you do like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, oh, you know, yeah, it's very hard. So I, I got no answers to this. It's I just observe. <laughs> different from modern society kind of thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. But then those people that do this, right, you know, in my country, I do this in my country. But yeah. They who mean well. Yeah. Because uh, I guess uh, I want to teach you what, what we do back home. And I think it's better than what you do here. Yeah. It's not like they go there, wow, you know, all almighty, but they all mean well. So again, it's a different perception of how you can change things or do things over there. But then again, you go there for, for a short while only. Mm. You know, you got to take the big picture. You got to see that it's actually... <laughs> it's hard to teach new things because you don't know yeah, whether you're carry right. over. And so these guys are working there for a long time. Mm. You were just there for a while. Just do your job. Do your doctoring work. Like this, off you go. Are they... Are most of them open? Open to new methods of doing things? Like again, like if uh, it's really like everywhere else, I think the older people, the older people, more seniors, hard to change them. Oh. The more junior, they absorb more. They want to learn more things. Yeah, and you'll be curious, like la. Yeah, okay. yeah. So it's very similar over there as well. Okay, then is it the same as like in shows and movies, gunshot wounds? What the what? Okay, <laughs> so from what I know is, uh, if let's say a, uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. like if if let's say the bullet is stuck in your body. Is better than a through and through, right? Yeah, yeah. Kind of. It depends on where where it is, right? Generally. Okay, let, let's say if it's just like <laughs> non vital organ, maybe at the shoulder. Or yeah, maybe. Well, yeah. yeah, maybe you leave it. Yeah. If it's a, it's a new wound, like you guys got shot now, I see you now, you yeah. need the issue just to clean the wound basically. Yeah. I think maybe about cleaning, you should also remove it. Yeah. Some wounds have been, some wounds have been there for a long time. Just leave it. Uh. <laughs> what to do? <laughs> Oh, so you, you can just leave the bullet in? Generally, depending on where it is. Uh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. but uh, I think mainly the mainstay of treatment is um, in fact, treat infections, treat the infection yeah. that will ensue. Yeah. And also repair whatever structures. That so it's not repair. it's not really like movies all the time, like, like you take out the bullet and try to <laughs> seal the wound. As best we can, you try to take it out as best <laughs> we can. Yeah. Of course, it's in the chest or abdomen, those are the central one. Yeah. yeah. Of course, you have to remove it. Uh. Yeah. If it's in the brain, how do you remove it? Stuck there. Probably won't be alive by then also. <laughs> but sometimes it's difficult, right? Because uh, the bullet might also fragment in your body, right? Yeah. It's not just like so one ballistics, piece. Ballistics is itself, the science of ballistics uh, yeah. is also very complex. How the blood goes, how it uh, drives through the tissue, yeah. goes concentric, or they go, you know, they go tumble. Yeah, it's very different. Yeah. Yeah, they're all designed to, to kill people. To kill. Yeah. yeah, so complex, complicated uh, in a way. I'm not a surgeon. <laughs> I work with surgeons. <laughs> but generally, yes, we try to remove it and try to save life uh, of course oh. actually over there you don't see much that's what you see but mainly all the uh, shrapnel it's bombs right all the shrapnel oh. injuries all the pellets 
you know, like, ooh, they fly out the metal beads. Those are worse, uh, right? No, worse because they multiple yeah. sites injuries. Yeah, they're worse, and they go, they travel very far. Ah, those, those are worse. Yeah, they're worse. It's all designed to to maim and kill people. And then yeah. those, then you have to take out lah one by one. Yeah, we have to try to find it, which is very small. Yeah. Uh, so uh, all these projects, uh, you definitely need a surgeon for mm. sure to do all this. For me, it's an emergency doctor. It's quite limited in a sense. So we work as a team. Mm. We triage, we treat the mass casualty in the ER, the A and E. Then the surgeon will operate according to priority. The, the, the aftercare, the ward, the ICU. So we can also do all this. So it's all our teamwork. Yeah. So I think it's very, very linear. Mm. We are to the A and E, stabilize, you go to operating theater, mm. treated, then go to ICU, mm. then go to the ward, then rehab. So it's a full uh, linear care. So I'm very impressed by this. Uh. Never thought about all these. These sort of regions. Uh. You thought it's yeah. really like one doctor would have to do everything. Yeah, so it's not, it's not very useful also actually. But. Mm. Right, this sort of uh, things. So maybe in other countries is that case uh, that a single doctor has to do yeah, a lot of things maybe. So yeah. I think maybe like, you know, you treat infection, infections, like, you know, outbreaks, like, cholera, measles. Yeah, one doctor can treat generally. Like, yeah. You know, just, uh, just, just yeah, make sure hygiene, treat the patient, then just Give them the fluids, conservative management. No antibiotic for this sort of thing. You just gotta treat them well, hydrate them. Yeah, then after what get better eventually. Yeah, yeah. But outbreaks in those regions is a bit different. Because uh like because cholera, measles. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um also quite devastating actually. Yeah, which is not apparent in our society anymore because we yeah. get vaccinations for them. Yeah, that's right. And for cholera, for them is still yeah. For cholera, there's no vaccine, but uh, there's uh, no it's hygiene uh, basically. Yeah, it's hygiene. Yeah, yeah. And then basic sanitation, which we all have here in modern countries. Yeah, yeah you don't see. So you all, all these places, you do refugee camps, you do see cholera, yeah. you do see measles. Yeah. So this um then there's a team to to treat them as well. Yeah. Yeah. They act very fast because uh, it spreads a lot. Yeah. Actually, it's a very interesting. Uh, I. I don't know, do you see this like Bill Gates documentary on uh, Netflix? So basically... Oh, about his life. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so he was talking about sanitation also. Actually, sanitation is a very big very, thing. Very, very important. Yeah, yeah other right. than, 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 you know, fossil fuel burning and whatever. Yeah. And water, so that. Just yeah. a diarrheal, diarrheal diseases. Uh. Yeah. Um, I mean, the statistics say that they kill a lot of young children. Yeah, yeah because they don't just diarrhea, diarrhea, dehydrate. Then, yeah. Yeah. So sanitation too to me you prevent it basically. So this sanitation. Yeah, it's very important. Yeah. I read, I know, I read somewhere that uh, was it what, which country was it? That some village, you know, they, they shower very dirty and all that. So people get a lot of worms, uh, basically. Mm. So all the all they did, government did was just put a cement <laughs> cement uh, flooring for the oh shower. God. That helps because you can clean the cement. Oh, okay. Dirt, you know, it's just dirt, Yeah, exactly. Then there are worms, you know. That helps already. Yeah. Simple things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, these are all country specific, community specific. But this intervention is also so simple. It helps a lot. Yeah. Generally, yeah. yeah. It's very interesting, lah. Always, I would say I would, I said my experience in this, uh, humanitarian work is only very, very, very narrow. Only, only in this conflict zone. There's so much things to do, around. But in yeah. Like in the end, like you said, you wish to go full time and see, uh, and possibly see other places or like other places or. Yeah, basically uh, wherever I can, we can use my expertise. Uh, which is so narrow and broad at the same time. As an emergency doctor, you you know a lot of things, but uh, very broad knowledge generally. But you know, I can't. I don't know everything, of course. Yeah, so it'll be good, lah. Yeah, so we'll see. I mean, over here in Singapore, we. Work life is very comfortable. We're used to the system here. Yeah. <laughs> very familiar. Things yeah. you see are very common. You know, every day, same things, same things, you know. Uh, a lot of first world things, la, basically. Yeah. Not, not to trivialize it. I mean, it's also very important. It's still issues, la, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, like uh, over here, you see all the cardiac diseases, cancers, yeah. and all that. Yeah, so we try to, I mean, you know, workflows here are all tailored to all this. It's yeah. a common things over here. Yeah. And uh, so over here, the access to healthcare is. So good. Mm. People can have second opinion, third opinion, fourth opinion. <laughs> okay, choose, choose a doctor from a list. <laughs> Very easy. It, yeah. Does that actually is that actually helpful? Oh, yeah. Like sometimes. Not, uh, again, it's a uh, individual. In your personal opinion, uh, not in your not 
not, not I think it, 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 bo- right? it boils down to the doctor-patient <laughs> relationship between the doctor and the patient you yeah. trust the, the doctor don't need to go to other um, find another opinion mm. that's also your expectation you see a doctor for a certain problem and he gives you these these options you're not happy with it then there's a, the expectation is not met basically maybe it's a rapport the way he talks yeah. or you know yeah and then you find a doctor basically yeah. it's not wrong it's your right to do all this yeah. sometimes going around everywhere sometimes may not help yourself also uh, your problem sometimes yeah. I feel like the second opinion is uh, is more for the patient's mindset not really yeah, expectation yeah. and it needs to be met basically yeah. Yeah. but I think it's within your right to find a doctor that you're comfortable with or treatment yeah. that you agree with yeah. sometimes but sometimes maybe the treatment options are, are as such you have to accept it sometimes yeah, yeah it really depends on what it is yeah but things have definitely changed. La. Like, I think recently I, I had an experience uh, with a relative also who got warded for, uh, basically went for operation, warded. And then um, the experience was generally actually very good. Uh, mm. like, uh, like the doctor would actually give WhatsApp updates. Oh, good. Like, well, text. Eh. Yeah. It's actually not bad. Well. I feel, yeah, like whenever so, the, the doctor, doctor, doctor and patient relationship. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's, that's quite good actually. <laughs> yeah, not bad. Yeah. Younger doctor, I think the doctor was maybe early 30s or what. But yeah, yeah but they were text and whenever they, um, there is a follow-up or what, they text or results or they were text. Yeah, then I guess also, so, so as a patient, you can also text the doctor if you have any, any queries. Mm. Yeah, so mm. it's uh, like a one line, direct line to the doctor. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's, uh, not only allows the patient to feel better, but the, the family members also la, to, to yeah. feel more assured la, that, that things are happening and yeah. not just, you know, um, like my my parent is, uh, <laughs> my relative is just any other patient. Yeah, you know? No one update my, my family, no one update me what's happening to my husband, what update me happening to my sister. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Yeah. But all these privacy issues now is quite a big thing. Uh. We, have to, yeah. we, have to, we have to be very careful. Yeah, over here, I think, Java hospitals, like personal very numbers serious about it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's correct also it's your personal information yeah. Yeah, don't let people know about it yeah. uh, share everywhere do you have to do this kind of stuff? do you have to uh, whatsapp people? no I don't anymore no lah you mean for to yeah so um, whenever we text each other about patient information between ah. specialists between doctors oh okay we use a, a special uh, encrypted, la. En- encrypted uh, what, um, app uh, to use it uh, basically oh, yeah, not okay. WhatsApp anymore okay, though it's still okay. quite secure yeah. but we have another one within the hospital uh. yeah, yeah, yeah. so all doctors and nurses have this uh, this app so we text patient details over it yeah, yeah like the pictures of the wound yeah. x-rays or some blood results and things like that and we discuss over the this tiger text I think after a while it will be deleted or whatever no la, like, like, like Telegram la. Yeah, la, la. similar Telegram but it's so better, public la. yeah <laughs> it's better no la, I, people think WhatsApp is secure but it's not actually not secure not. La, no la. Yeah. so we don't ever text uh, patient details about WhatsApp anymore mm. although we have our own doctor group chat and stuff for jokes and all these things <laughs> or but some no, minor updates no patient information yeah mm. they take it very seriously that's why I think it's, it's a good thing mm. for sure yeah because I think nowadays your personal information is very important. Uh. Not say your health records are uh, your bank account number, credit card, IC, all that. Mm. It's hard to to keep it private. Uh. Very difficult. Mm. So, uh, maybe another thing that uh, uh, they like now I know one of your end goals is probably to become a doctor, uh, like a permanent doctor with Doctor Without Borders. Um, do you have any other goals that you want to achieve in the end? Other goals? Yeah. <laughs> maybe not at the end, but maybe don't be in so the near far. future. Don't think so far ahead, man. May not be alive <laughs> well, by then. Who knows? <laughs> or something that you want to achieve, la, other than that. Or is that like the the main one that you have? That's the main one at the, at the moment. Yeah. I think this, yeah. yeah. I always say this, this uh, talk to the other thing, always like ruining my life. Everything I do is to, everything I do now is try to work towards this goal. <laughs> <laughs> finances mm. and all that work uh, but I think uh, I'm getting closer to it hopefully after starting once I do it then I think uh, this is not for me then you know, <laughs> finish off finish it off and that's it yeah that's all and game ha- over <laughs> how how do Who your knows? family members feel about it how do you uh, uh, generally quite supportive uh, meaning that they know I do this and just yeah, they know whatever they say can't 
uh, change nah. my mind about it. So you just try to be as supportive as they can, lah. Yeah, generally, lah. But I'm quite sure they are scared also, lah. Sometimes. Yeah, men also. You know, can say here not. I don't tell my mom where exactly where I go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't. I, I don't think your mom will watch yeah, this. Nah, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's for the like like a uh, like for the good like a little white line for the greater good lah. Yeah la, la, I think she'll be very very worried in la. general la. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, see. who knows? She might know so, but she just mm, try to uh, yeah. ignore lah. Yeah lah. Yeah. Yeah. These sort of things are. Uh, I mean, uh, we think. Like-minded people in the humanitarian space, they all say like three types. People, there are three types of people that do this. Three types. Mm. Three or four. Three, three. Yeah. yeah. Maybe call one type is the idealist. Like, oh, I want to save the world. Mm. I think most people, most of us have it in us to do this. This intention at least. That's one type. Like, oh, idealist. Yeah. Uh. And another type is the adventure cowboy. Oh man, I want to get out of this. I want to try it out. Mm. See what's out of the world. Uh, no, I don't mind danger. Mm. Adrenaline rush. I think we all have this as well. <laughs> so yeah, most yeah. of us, uh, certain points of yeah, life, uh, a bit of this. You know, so yeah. and the third one is the, uh, so maybe a bit more. It's like some someone trying to avoid something back home, yeah. trying to leave your home or your country to go to do this for, for something. You're trying to leave just to escape something, from yeah. the current situation. Yeah. For whatever it is, uh, personal or whatever. So is this so three try? Don't, I mean, I think all of us have these three components yeah, a bit yeah. in our minds at least to yeah. Or at least at some point in life, lah. Yeah, yes, in some right. stage in life. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, I uh, I don't know which one I fall under. Maybe a bit all, a bit of all three, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think most of us have a bit, a bit of all three in, in us, lah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, yeah, to do this. Yeah, hopefully you get there. Right. See, right. But I know that if I don't get it, yeah, no, no point crying over it. I mean, life here is so comfortable, already, so good. Yeah, yeah, grateful. Yeah. For the job and all that, you know, you see, you comfortable, don't have to yeah. worry about the yeah. Uh, I mean, touch wood walls and stuff now. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. That's right. Who knows what the future? Who knows? Uh, really, we yeah. cannot predict. Who knows? Maybe this, this virus may become a global pandemic until like so jalat. So maybe. Now, yeah. Who knows? Maybe, but. Uh, yeah, like, I mean, who knows that it might mutate or whatever, become more yeah. fatal. Kind but of optimist thing. in me yeah. says that, you know, like, I'm so, 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 so bad. Then eventually we got over it. Still. Ah, I, I wasn't here doing SARS, still medical school. So I didn't know what. Still medical school mass SARS was? 03, right? 03. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 03, yeah, yeah. 03, yeah. The time, just about to graduate, the time. Mm. Yeah. But good to know, also good to hear yeah. our, our more senior colleagues when they were there in the SARS time. Yeah. So it was a uh, really good, interesting to hear how they handle it or that. Now I definitely be better prepared. Mm. For sure. Plus, I guess since then they've been preparing systems in place with you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Waiting okay, we'll, for the next one to come. We do all this drill, 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 uh, you exercise, exercise, all that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Not the real thing. Yeah. <laughs> Singapore is very good at this kind of Yeah, thing. that's right. It's good. Uh, uh, it's good. It's good. Yeah. yeah, but it's then funny lah. But right? every time we got this kind of drills, and people outsiders see, then they will laugh or what? They'll, yeah, they make memes <laughs> out of it. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, recently I I didn't realize that they use those uh on block OHDBs before they the more empty ones. They use it for SCDF things. I didn't realize. So. Practice on H- oh, no, HDBs, okay. not on block lah. Yeah, I'll say those uh, maybe no, old, old, yeah, old yeah. ones are uh, already been vacated and all that. They use it to practice, practice yeah uh, urban think, attacks. Yeah, that's right. I didn't yeah. yeah, someone told me or I saw it somewhere. Yeah, last few years they tried to do those, uh, those like in public places. So what? What happens if there's a gunman in the public? Oh place yeah, that's right. Yeah, then that's they right. have pretend scenarios. Yeah, people also laugh at you. Yeah. <laughs> but useful. Yeah, it's yeah. true. <laughs> Actually, this year's most have, uh, I think, a plan exercise as well for some outbreak. Well, here we are. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, have a real one. Yeah, state. Sure. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, it's good that we got these things so that uh. Yeah, we, we don't become like a bit like Korea. Korea is in a very bad situation now, so <laughs> they're not prepared for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, but I think yeah, they, they get out of it uh, for sure. But yeah, yeah. Who knows, uh, yeah. It's so interesting all these things happening. <laughs> it is actually, it is actually. Yeah. Uh, have you have you have you been to Korea? No, no, I, I've only been to stop over only. I've never been to Korea, but yeah, yeah. So, so mm, it's a very modern place as well. I would. Surprised you're not prepared. <laughs> the, 
Because uh, from what I know is they weren't affected by SARS. When SARS, yeah, they were not a country that was affected by SARS. But then, uh, so I guess the medical team didn't have the mm. the, the experience, lah. And but you would think South Korea would be prepared for all because of the the northern neighbors, right? Oh, prepared for all these things, yeah. Maybe yeah, you know. Ah, uh, but yeah, maybe it's just something that slip. But in terms of hygiene, actually. Uh, I mean, I just been to Korea last December. Actually, they are not super hygienic, also. Eh. Ah, like oh, in general, like even in Seoul, yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> so uh, they don't have, they don't have as number one is they don't have as as many like dustbins and stuff all around the city. Oh. So people really just throw everything anywhere. Like they find one corner of a shop or what, then they yeah. rubbish just pile up there. Who is it? Yeah, and then for some reason, it's a culture. Young and old, ah, uh, they all just spit anywhere. Wow. Okay. <laughs> they yeah. will literally just spit anywhere. They can spit in front of a restaurant entrance. They can spit it? on a staircase in public, whatever. <laughs> and it's culturally accepted because everyone yeah. does it. Young and old all yeah. do it. Oh, yeah. Surprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why this one fed so much, uh, this virus and that. Yeah. Uh, then. <laughs> My goodness. But they they do clean it up. Like I think in the middle of the night, uh, they got cleaners to clean up everything. But by the time it reaches evenings, right, like yeah. those uh, popular streets, lah, all that will be filled with rubbish. Eh? Oh, so, so it's like every night clean, then every night full of rubbish. <laughs> every night clean, <laughs> quite interesting. <laughs> Didn't realize that. Yeah. So it yeah it, it was a interesting sight to see, lah. When I was yeah, no wonder in, you're not surprised. In Korea, the numbers are getting higher. Yeah, yeah, spreading very fast. Very I think fast. as of today is thousand five, really, thousand six. Oh, it's a lot already. Yeah, almost like the cruise ship, really. Almost more than that, really. Yeah. Uh, cruise ship, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, I think uh, on that note is. Wow, lunchtime. Yes, a good time to end the podcast. That we did well. Yeah, one hour. Yeah, about one hour. Yeah. So, uh, thank you again to the White Space for sponsoring this venue. Uh, thank you for nice willing to come. Yeah. And I will see you the next podcast. Next one. Yes. <laughs> Hopefully, Sometime. you do more. I want to see who you want to talk to. Yeah, Very interesting. Yeah, yeah. Can. Yeah.